Hey, friends. Hey, friends. Hey, Pat. Hi, Jimmy, who's also my friend. Ah, welcome back, everyone, to the uh, Q&A podcast known as Friends with Answers. Everyone's favorite Q&A podcast. Everyone's favorite Q&A podcast. Uh, welcome to this special episode where we are continuing our one-on-one interviews with each other. Uh, today, if you haven't figured it out by now, Sam is interviewing Pat. <laughs> yep. I get to watch. No, I am interviewing Pat. And, yeah. And Jimmy has prepared several questions that will get me arrested, and I'm very excited for it. Only like one or two. Oh, okay. That's fine. Um, but I was going to start us off with like a couple of rapid fire like favorites, you know, get us in the mood mm-hmm. for questions. Ooh, a little, a little, a little question at whores divorce. Yes, of course. Uh, just, to, just to, you know, whet your whistle and get ready for the main course. Okay. All right, so we're gonna do, we're gonna do some easy ones. Uh, Pat, what's your favorite color? My favorite color is orange, but but really, it's now it's now yellow. But orange has a soft spot, so rapid fire, really crushing it. Keep That's going. Okay. That's okay. No, you're doing great. Uh, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? My favorite ice cream flavor is uh, probably all right. If we're talking, god damn it! All right, You're if great we're talking, <laughs> son of a bitch. All right, uh, my favorite, my favorite ice cream flavor. Uh, what are we talking like? Is cookie dough an ice cream flavor? Pat, what's your because favorite ice just, cream flavor? But that's just vanilla. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, my favorite uh, ice cream flavor would be pistachio. All right, it's, it tastes the best. But if we're talking about ice cream with stuff packed into it, I'm gonna have to go with Reese's. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How much fun are you having already? I am I, I am having a good time, but I just realized that I, I can't give short answers to fucking anything. No, it's, it's why I was doing the these first, because I figured they might take longer than I thought. Oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, all right, keep going. There's anything only, else? There's only two more important favorites, because they're the ones that are important to me. Um, what's your favorite movie? My favorite movie is Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. And this is a sub-question of that. What's your favorite part of that movie? My favorite part of that movie is when they go through the tunnel and they're on the uh, the boat and everything is just breaking down. Because when I was a kid and I watched that, like I was I was pretty scared of it. But also, I, I was still as a kid able to process the fact that they're like that doesn't fit with this movie at all. And then and then all of a sudden I started thinking about the other concepts of this movie, which is like kids are fucking dying. Anyway, uh, it's my favorite movie. That scene is like really beautifully done. Um, and yeah. Okay, can I ask you another sub-question of that question, though, since Please. this is a specific to this movie? How mm-hmm. do you feel about Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Uh, I think Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was not as good. I think that it, the choice to CGI all the uh, Oompa Loompas uh, stupid and make them all look exactly exactly the same, uh, bad. Um, the squirrel scene, like, had some fun, like, things to it, but, like, it did didn't work um johnny depp didn't really do a good job i don't think but um it's really hard to top um gene wilder so yeah. uh yeah and okay. it, everyone wants to know about my thoughts on willy wonka and the chocolate factory that's the only reason why anyone listens to it's friends your with answers favorite movie. it's important to ask your friends why things are their favorites it's not mm-hmm. just important to know it yeah uh my it's my favorite it's my favorite movie because it's like it's a mix of like lightheartedness and creepiness um so it's like chaotic wholesome which yeah that's is, very which is, very on brand for you yeah that's what i like was there another question there's, that you had there's or one that... last favorite i have for you okay um and i know that you just kind of did a little thing on twitter about it but i still want you to talk about it uh your favorite album okay this is tough <laughs> this is tough take your time um I have I have several albums that are super important to me at various times in my life that I could say like it greatly affected my life. If I'm gonna have to pick an album that start to finish is a bop, but also ha- has impacted me and also is like objectively good, where if I showed it to anybody they would like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say that it would be Hello Goodbyes. Everything is debatable. Um fantastic album if you have not listened to it uh, look up the lyrics to all the songs they're very beautiful um and uh yeah it's either that a close second would be landmark by hippocampus a really really great album um and uh i guess third would just not answering the question but third would be uh matt and kim's grand because wow that really that holds a special place in my heart 
How you feeling, Kyle? I'm feeling good. I just, I know, I one, I know myself, and I know that, again, I'm going to give more to an answer than I need to, and, and that's going to piss some people off listening to this. And two, uh, I do talk over people, and I have to finish a thought if once it starts, even if I don't know where it's going, so I know that's going to piss people off, too. So I'm going to try so hard to be concise. If it makes you feel any better, I am making a conscious effort to try and not interject or talk over you. Because I realized during the interview with Ian that that is all I do. <laughs> uh, so it's going to be fun. Yeah, I, I trust you as an interviewer. I think that you're going to do great. Thank you so much. Um, all right. Well, now that we have uh, the favorites out of the way, do you want to do you want to get into do you want to get into the meat and potatoes? Do you want to get into your life? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I put a bunch of petroleum jelly on my body. I'm ready to slip right in. <laughs> if only you could see oh man if only you guys could see the face that jimmy just made at me all right go they let's go let's they, do they'll it. figure it out um pat yes you're from long island i am from long island i'm from long island you are from long island crazy how that works out pat born and raised on long island what's the story Tell i was born that. and raised yeah um i was born in uh the city of glen cove um and uh I uh, I moved, my, my parents moved uh, when I was like one or two into the house that uh, that I grew up in, and uh, yeah, I was raised on bagels and pizza grease, uh, and like, I don't know, a little bit of seagulls gawking outside of my window, typical day in the life of me when I was <laughs> growing up. Pretty standard Long Island upbringing. Yeah. Um, um, oh no! Yeah, keep going. If you got more, I, I, no, I was I was gonna say that uh, I uh, this is going into the long-winded answer thing. But I Please. I anytime somebody asks me where I'm from, I say New York, and then they'll go like, "Oh, New York's so cool! Like, I love like I love Manhattan." And I go, mm, "No," and they're like, "Oh, Brooklyn, that's cool too." And like, "No," and they're like, "Queens?" Like, "No," Bronx? No. What other? part of new york and i'm like yeah it's long island it's the basement of new york it's where all the old stuff is trashed and they they you you forget about it and cobwebs are there to be collected and dusted every once in a while but it's still just gross and then like florida is the garbage dump where all the stuff from new york goes to be thrown away and anyway yeah so it sounds like you really like love living on long island then yeah i i love long island Geographically, I love Long Island. That is accurate. Food, food-wise, love it. People-wise, that whole place needs to be reset. <laughs> that is a whole. Because imagine this: the ge- the the geography, it's great. You're on an island, and everyone says this. You're 20 minutes from beach. Um, uh, the food ha- is phenomenal. Any type of cuisine that you can want, you can go into a specific area. You'll probably find a great one. Um, uh, everything is is not too far away from each other. If you're talking like you know east to west, it is. But if you're talking north to south, it's definitely not. Um, and uh, you get all the seasons. Um, the 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 biggest thing that is going to happen if there's like a category two hurricane, the whole island's going to sink. But other than that, you're living on an island. You're very very close to the city. I think it's a great place to live, but it's extremely expensive because of that reason. And wow, is everybody racist? If we're talking where all the Republicans gather. Um, where all the uninformed Republicans gather, we're talking Long Island, New York. Um, it's it's just bad, and that's why I don't like the people. That's why I definitely wouldn't want to live there um, uh, for the rest of my life. Um, but yeah, I have a soft spot for the island. I think my opinion definitely changed. Uh, over time, I used to just be like, fuck it, fuck everything about it, I never want to go back, and I, and I just realized after, like, going there a couple of times that, um, oh, well, like, if I don't talk to anybody, I'm having a great time. Yeah, there was one time, there was one time when I did go to Long Island, and, uh, I, it didn't feel like home again, uh, and, uh, that, that, that really sucked, that was, like, a weird experience to me, um, and when I when I got there, I was I was walking around the neighborhood, and I was like, I don't feel connected to this at all. And uh, it was only about like two and a half years at that point that I was away. Well, three, because I was in Virginia for a year. So like three years of me being away from it. Now four years away from it. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
I, I don't know if that's enough time to like fully disconnect, but I did. Um, and uh, yeah, I just, it, it I, I didn't feel that connection where I was like, ah, I'm home. Mm, I'm yeah. here to, like, I'm here to absorb the home experience. I just didn't have that. And I was in my house my, that I grew up in and I, and I didn't have that. So my room looked different. Like everything was kind of like taken out and uh, it like didn't look, and not that I decorated it beautifully, but it didn't really look like the way that uh, I envisioned it in my head. And when I got there, everything was just kind of like moved around. So I think that definitely helped. Anyway, yeah, I was born and raised on Long Island. <laughs> You're doing so good. <sighs> um, okay, no, let's 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 take it back. So so you lived on Long Island until you moved to Virginia, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so then you went to college on Long Island and high I did go to college. Uh, college you want to talk about some of that stuff and maybe maybe what it was like to be a what, what was your college experience like? How huh? did you go to college? What did you do? Uh, well, I went to uh, first. I went to Briarcliff College, which was a graphic design college, and it's like a one building type of school. Um, and uh, I spent a year there, and then realized that if I was gonna make, if I was gonna do graphic design for people, and I had to like take input from from people that that were gonna control the art that I was gonna make, I was gonna lose my mind. So I left, um, and then uh, I went to the Art Institute of New York City for film. Um, that place is a scam. Fuck the Art Institute. Uh, it's a degree mill. They will take anybody uh, and not even look at your portfolio and then give you uh, a degree, and it's it's super easy to get out of there. The teachers are... Some of them are really great. Other ones, not so much. Um, and uh, I got. I will tell you right now, I didn't learn a goddamn thing from that, <laughs> from that place. Um, my college experience there, because that was my first time dorming, so I, I dormed in Brooklyn for a little bit, uh, and uh, the first place I was at wasn't um, wasn't really that good. And then I moved to um, let's see, I moved to uh, Borough Hall in Brooklyn, and that place was like if you look outside, you can see the Brooklyn Promenade, which is like where uh, the um, downtown Manhattan view is. Um, and that was beautiful. I saw the Statue of Liberty and like the the just the downtown skyline, and it's it's it was amazing. Um, and wow, was I in a really tiny fucking dorm thing though like it's just i can't imagine a dorm in brooklyn being more than a closet yeah but it really was a it really was a closet like and and i know a lot of people like joke about that but it like it it was a closet and then the only thing that kind of differentiated it from like a normal dorm room was that there was kind of a long hallway to get to the bathroom so like it, you felt like it was a little longer than it than it was so this was this was really tiny traditional dorms then you had to like share mm-hmm. the bathroom and everything uh, yeah, I was rooming with, uh, and there was no divider or privacy or anything in like the in the room, but I was sharing it with um, uh, uh, my roommate uh, Cecil, who was great. Um, and uh, yeah, that that experience was was wild. But the the first dorms that I was in um, really really changed me as <laughs> as a person. Um, and I, and I will point to one cause I can go, I, I can make this entire podcast about my college experience, but I'm not going to do that. No, of course. We have um, many, many things to get into. Uh, yeah. One story that really sticks out to me that, that, that changed me, uh, was my roommate at the time, um, was a, uh, uh he was a pothead, he smoked pot like all the time. Um, but like constantly, um, and, uh, but also did acid. So like. He, I didn't mind the weed thing, but I was like, I told him straight up, like in the beginning, I was like, Hey, just don't, when I'm, when I'm here, like, don't smoke it. That's all. Like, that's all that you, that's all I want. Um, and, uh, he, he disobeyed that constantly. Like he, he would forget and, and still smoke anyway. So one day, um, he, uh, he took acid and then he left and I had no idea where he was. And, uh, I was concerned because 24 hours went by and I hadn't seen him and he uh, isn't from, from here. So like, I know he didn't have anywhere to go. Um, so I was like, oh crap, my roommate is dead. And like, how long do you wait to call the police? Uh, and as I was like pacing back and forth, like looking at my phone going like, do, am I calling the police? Because like, I know this guy did drugs and he's not here anymore. Uh, he comes bursting through the doors high off his ass and and looks at me 
he has a burrito in his hand, big fat fucking burrito, like a street burrito, like 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 packed to the brim. Uh, beans are fucking spilling out of it. He he looks at me. He screams, bloody murder. He throws the burrito on the ground. It splatters everywhere and then runs away. That sounds about right. Fucking wild. He probably was not expecting to see you and you were probably like a sea serpent or something. I guess so. Then I didn't see him for another 24 hours. And then when he came back, when he came back, he goes, uh, what's up? And I'm like, you can't just look at me like everything fucking th- that that you didn't just do that. Like, there's a, there's a burrito stain on the carpet. Like, look down. Like, that was you. And I'm like, where were you? He goes, oh, yeah, I stayed at uh, my girlfriend's place in New Jersey. Uh, I'm like, but where were you the, the, the previous day? And he goes, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, where were you? What world were you Somewhere in? Else. So that, that really, like, as soon as that... Um, as soon as that experience happened, I went like, uh, okay, you know, man, I'm trying to have this college life. Uh, and there were like parties that would happen in the, in the basement or whatever. And I was like, okay, I'm trying to have this college life, but man, I don't want that. Like, I just want a bunch of artsy, like, like film kids to kind of like fuck around with. That's not what I got. I got, I got, because again, because the art Institute literally let everybody in, uh, I, we got like some really, really just people that did not give a shit at all like i'm not saying i'm not knocking the people that like want to go there to learn film um i mean they weren't going to get a good education but they like they they want to learn they don't know things and now they want to learn i'm knocking the people that like have no drive and no like um ambition to make anything and they're just there because they know it was easy or they heard it was easy or something yeah quick way to get a degree out of you know right right um which will lead me into my next thing and uh, and will make me sound like a giant fucking hypocrite. Um, then I went to Long Island University um, where there was, was a private one uh, that also let everybody into the film program um, but had a better um, group of teachers. Uh, the professors there were, were, were really good. Um, and I, I got there and I showed up to the, um, to the head of the film department's office and I was really nervous. And, uh, because to my knowledge, this was a film, a film program that actually tried to accept people. Mm -hmm. So like they would look at your work. Um, and, uh, so I brought my flash drive. I had nothing really filmed like a portfolio at all because I, I didn't really spend that much time making things at the art Institute. Um, so I had a couple of things, and then over the summer I filmed some things, and then uh, I got there with my flash drive, and I said, okay, I'm ready to show you my portfolio, I'm super excited, and the, the, the head of the film department just goes like, oh, you don't need to do that. And I go, oh, come on, no. And I literally was like, can I just do it anyway? <laughs> like, I just worked really hard on this, and she's like, oh, yeah, I would love to see it. Like, let's, like, I can give you some tips and whatever, and I was like, yeah, that'd be great. So we're sitting there watching my way too long portfolio, not even really cut appropriately. And as soon as it ends, um, she goes, well, that's great. Um, so you should definitely check out, uh, this book and you got, you start on Monday or whatever. (laughs) I was like, like, that's, this is not how the process is supposed to go. Um, so I had a really fun time at, at Long Island university. I made, uh, uh, very good friends. Um, very, very nice people. Um, a lot of the people that I got really close to um, didn't even go there, but were still associated with, um, were, were still associated with the Long Island University crowd. But I, I feel really bad about saying this, and I probably shouldn't say this publicly. But I feel like it. it's so long after the Do fact it. that it doesn't matter. Um, uh, so I never finished my thesis film. Damn it! I was going to ask you about it. <laughs> no, ask me. Ask me. Uh, hey, Pat, so since uh, <clears throat> you went to film school, do you want to tell mm-hmm. me about your final thesis film? Yeah, Jimmy, that's a great question. Um, I didn't finish it. Um, so so what happened was um, I was graduating the way I – because I had credits from Art Institute, um, I got to graduate in uh, January. Um, and that the, – the film um, – what, what do you call it? Like the uh, film festival that they had there where they were going to show all the final like thesis films. Um, they, that happens in May, 
where like kind of next to where the graduation is going to happen. So I, I told my film professor that, um, was that I was assigned to, to help me with this whole thing. I told him, Hey, I'm going to film some stuff. Uh, and I can show you what I filmed and prove to you that I like, I'm going to make this thing, but I, I want to show it. I I want to finish it like by May. I need more time and I'm not going to be able to like finish it by January, but I need to walk and I need the degree. So, and he goes, "Ah, all right, I'll, I'll look at your stuff and then I'll give you a grade. He gave me a B, which did you deserve a B? I didn't finish. So I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I gotta be and whatever. Like he, he gave me, he gave me what he gave me. Um, then May rolls around. I didn't do anything. <laughs> I didn't do anything. And the reason being is because life Nagam was taking off and like life Nagam was doing a lot better. And I really, really wanted to work on that and not work on uh, not work on my thesis film because I was graduated and I got my diploma and I told myself, I told myself that I got my diploma. I wasn't going to let that, uh, stop me from making this thing because I was really passionate about the project. And maybe someday, uh, I will make this thesis film. Um, but I, I looked at the diploma and go like, are they going to take it away from me or, <laughs> um, so I have it. And then I went now, nah, fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to just work on life noggin. So, uh, I really can't say much about the people that went there with no ambition, but I, I like to think that I went there. I learned a lot of stuff and I made a lot of cool stuff. Uh, but just towards the end, my ambition, uh, fell because I was very ambitious about another thing that was, that was working fast forward to, um, uh, a couple of months ago, like two months ago, I was talking with somebody from, um, from LIU and, uh, I asked him about his thesis film. Cause I told him like, Hey, I didn't finish it. Like whatever happened with yours. And he goes, Oh, I didn't really like, I don't, I don't think I finished mine either. I think I presented something else that I like wasn't really working on or something like that. And, uh, I was like, Oh, well, what did Atkinson, the, the teacher give you? Um, and he goes, Oh, he gave me an A. And I was like, you Hold can't on. be upset. You can't be upset. But he, but ha, like he didn't do the thing either. He didn't have anything, and he got an A. I was a little not. I wasn't mad at him. I was mad at. I was mad at my professor. <laughs> Come on, man. Give me a freaking. Give me an A. My parents were like, "What? Did he not like the film?" And I was like, "Oh man, he didn't care for it. I guess enough." Um, but it's fine. I had no, I had almost nothing to give him, and I'm not. I really, truly. I'm not actually mad about it. I think that he did a wonderful thing letting me letting me walk. <laughs> um, I think he did a really great thing because, boy, howdy, was I not going to finish it, and I'm really appreciative that he let me uh, skate by. Um, now, no one's going to, from LIU, is going to be listening to this, but I'll just say, like, hey, I'm sorry. If you want the diploma back, like, I'll give it to you. I don't need it. I have enough experience at this point. Like, I'm fine. Um, but sorry for being a piece of shit. Um... Yeah, that was my college experience. Incredible. I'm, I'm very yeah. glad that we got to talk about your thesis name, uh, your thesis project. Or not a lot of people, not, not a lot of people know about that. Now everyone's going to know. Yeah. Um, all right, so, so, so you've graduated college now. What year is it? Um, 2016. 2016. So you and I know each other already, yeah? Mm, yeah, we met. Uh, I think in twenty fifteen or maybe early twenty sixteen. I, I will, can't. I don't know. I no, was, I, I was definitely before. It was twenty fifteen. It was twenty fifteen. Late twenty fifteen. It really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. But do you um, want to do you want to explain to everyone the the wonderful connection and how we we got met? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how we got met how um, we got was uh, so my friend Melissa um, invited me out to the cup which is a coffee house uh in wantaw wantaw new york um she invited me uh and then it was a bunch of her friends uh to sit drink coffee talk and you were there um and i think what melissa said was hey pat's uh pat does youtube you guys can talk about youtube (laughs) And then you met me, and then I started explaining what I do, and then you went, oh, he really does YouTube. He, like, he, like, does YouTube. <laughs> uh, which I think is really funny that you were, you were at all intimidated by 
this. Uh, very funny. Um, but you were really cool. You were, you were the, you were like the, you were, you were. Uh, I, I specifically remember, um, Melissa talking about you as like, you're a really artsy person and your, your work is really good. And I remember looking at your stuff, uh, shortly after and we talked and I think you sent me your, um, uh, your, I think it was the Burst Ninja stuff that you Incredible. sent me. I was like myself, I was working on all my senior year. Um, yeah, you sent me that and it was really, really good. Uh, and I, I thought you were great. Um, and it's funny that, um, it's, I really didn't, I really didn't think that we were going to be friends and I, and I, I'm, I know that sounds really mean. No, you're right though. I, I didn't think that we were going to be friends. I, I was there because I knew Melissa and I, it very rarely do you get introduced to a friend group and then make friends with every single person. Um, and, uh, when I, when I met everybody, your friend group is, is great, by the way. They're all so fucking nice and they supportive. They ask about you a lot, by the way. It is, it, I feel like I don't deserve <laughs> the, the amount of support that your friends have given me with the amount of time that I've known them. Like, I went to a couple of parties with them. They're really great. Um, they're just, they're just really nice. So, yeah, but we became friends because you, I mean, you, you're like the person that I knew that did that did YouTube that was also on Long Island. Um, and, but also I think we became friends because, uh, like I talked to you more because I needed help with a project. <laughs> like, I think that was it. I was going to um, say, you, you, the beginning of our friendship consisted of a lot of like spitballing ideas at each other about things. Yes. Yes. Which, which is very wh- fun to just do like creative, like word vomit for hours. Yeah, and remains to this day uh, what we do. It's so big stable. <laughs> One of my favorite things is calling you and then um, talking about an idea. Just keep I just keep blabbering and blabbering and blabbering, and then I realize that I'm just talking nonsense, and then my words will kind of slow down, and then you go like, mm, "Yeah, mm, okay, <laughs> you all right? You good?" <laughs> Like yeah, because, because you can I can tell when you when you you are very good at explaining something, and then the last like I'm gonna say fifteen percent of it consists of you I think spiraling into second guessing it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, yeah. Which is always yeah. when I chime in, and there you go. Yeah, you're very good at reaffirming my ideas, which I'm very happy about. So thank you for for doing that. There has not been yet. There has not been a situation um, where I have had a project. And you have said no. There has not been a situation yet where that has happened, and and I'm very thankful for all the help that you've given me. You usually come to me with good things, so I can't really say much. Well, thank you for that. You um, were far too kind to me. Yeah, this is getting far too cute for me, so I'm gonna move into some uh, some other stuff now. How about please? Um, so so you could say that you and I began to bond on uh, over YouTube, right? Mm-hmm. We could say that. So you you're someone who has been. Uh, You've been on that website for a minute and a half, I would say, right? You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you've uh, you've done it, uh, you've signed it, and now here you are. I yeah. hope anyone gets those jokes. Um, <laughs> can you tell me about something that I learned about very, very, very recently? Because I started to look into you for this. So sorry. Um, can you tell me about Live Love Noodles? Mmm, Live Love Noodles. So you, you, you dove... You oh, dove. I went deep. You, you went deep, but I'll, I'll tell you right now, uh, yeah, you didn't go to the core. Um, and You've and... wiped the planet of most evidence of oh, anything that yeah. you've done before, like, yeah, I don't know, 2012 maybe, 2015, uh, somewhere. I don't know where you wiped, but you uh, wiped. I, I, I wiped pretty good. Uh, 2007, me on YouTube doesn't really exist on there. I'd um, love to see that. But, uh, yeah, 09, 2000, no, 2010, I think, is like... Is still there. So um, when did when did to, you get started on YouTube? Like when did you start uploading on YouTube? I started uploading in two thousand seven. I started watching in two thousand and six, early two thousand six. Who were your, um, Who did you watch? Who were your go tos in two thousand six? My go tos were Smosh, um, like everybody that yeah. like that. They got almost everybody into YouTube. Um, let's see who else. I was really into a YouTuber uh, called William Sled. He was like one of the first gay YouTubers on the platform that oh, yeah. like was very that was very open about it and unapologetic about it, which was super cool. 
Um, and at the time, I didn't know why I really liked him so much, but I realized he was speaking to me. Um, and <laughs> because my my totally straight, definitely all the way straight self was like, oh, he's just like he's just like funny. Just gonna um, really quick. Who is your first man crush? My first man crush is Trunks from Dragon Ball Z. Thank so you. let's continue on with the previous. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's just not go into that at all. Um, yeah, and I also watched. Uh, let's see, I watched Michael Buckley. I watched a lot of What the Buck. Um, they, there was there's a lot of like old old school YouTubers that are just like irrelevant right now. So me naming them isn't really gonna do anything. It's fun for um, me though. Yeah, Renetto, Nut Cheese, uh, Naltz. If I'm. <laughs> really just really unlocking yeah, any, some memories right now yeah um that's those are the people that i watched those are the people that i grew up with and i wanted to be them so bad so did you like, like videos and that like what, what type of what type of content you put out over to me okay let's talk about the so, phases of your channel Okay, I, I, I will. So so I've had so many channels. The amount like I should be banned from Google with the amount of accounts that I've created. It is bot level uh, annoyance, the amount of uh, Gmails that I have. And uh, that's because I change my mind constantly and maybe we'll get into that later. who knows who cares. The, 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 the way that I started was I had a comedy channel with my friends, a sketch comedy channel. And uh, we posted, like, really, really just, like, cringy, weird, stupid humor that, to this day, I look at it and go, like, okay, this is, like, funny at the time, but, like, wow, it has my sense of humor. I mean, actually, let me rephrase. The, the, the sense of humor pretty much has not changed, but the way I go about sharing that sense of humor or jokes have changed. Um, Probably for like, the best. Yes, definitely. Um, I have matured at least a little bit since since then. Um, the in yeah, that was two thousand and seven to like two thousand and ten, and then I started doing vlogs. But when I was in high school, actually, I had a project called Three Six Five Pat, and Three Six Five Pat was my I was going to make a video every single day, uh, and I was inspired by the uh, the YouTubers that were doing that at the time. So you that jumped on daily live. vlogging as well, man. Yes, I did. I did, dude. I did everything. I did. Aside from aside from like toy reviews, I did everything. You do ASMR. Uh, <laughs> well, I guess you know what. Let's let's technically. How many, how many trends did you start, Pat? Since you've done it all. Uh, I've I've started. I don't think I've started any trend. I really don't think so. Um, I don't think I I don't think I'm that impactful in in the YouTube space. But um, the uh, yeah exactly. Not yet. We're getting there. Then I think. Yeah, I did the I did the vlogging every day, um, and that was really fun. I vlogged my high school experience, and and a, a lot of people weren't really into YouTube still at the time. It was like two thousand nine, two thousand ten. They still like weren't in it, um, and I got a, I got a lot of people at least like interested in like filming with me, which is really cool. I filmed my high school graduation, so I have that like moment, and not from like. You know, not from like the 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 stands mm. where your mom would like zoom in with her camera. Like I just took the flip camera that I had. Shout out to flip flip video, and it was great. And I I just recorded the experience, and I and I thought it was super. Um, I I I I just thought well as I was doing it, I was like, man, I could really see myself doing this for forever. Like I'm so thankful that I get to look back on those videos and not just in a home movie sense but in a way where like my my I can see how my editing style changed I can see how my sense of humor changed uh, I can see like what was important to me at the time you know I filmed a lot of my uh like me and my ex I filmed a lot of uh me like uh, going through uh, museums on like art uh tours with uh, for school you know I filmed it it's nice to see the progression and a, a lot of people throw their shit out <clears throat> or delete a lot of stuff. Um, and I think if you want to scrub it off the internet, I think that's great, but definitely just save it so you can go back to it and, and see how you've grown and changed as an artist. Then uh, then I did I did just regular vlogs, like just talking to the camera, rants style, really, really bad. The noodles thing happened. I started a channel called Pat Does It. Mm. And the premise of Pat Does It was that I was, I, I got, I found this book in Barnes & Noble uh, I started the channel before this, but the, the thing that really like made me decide what the brand was going to be was I found this book in book in Barnes and Noble that was like how to do like just about everything, and it was like it, it was a, a short answers to like how to do things. So and it went through various like gardening and um, like self help to 
to uh, various like arts like knitting and anyway so I, I got that book and I was like oh this is something that I can do I'll do one of these or two like two of these a week and film myself but make them like funny and and then I can like check it off the list and the goal would be to complete the book and then I'm done with the project um, I obviously stopped and shied away from that as, as the channel grew um, but I tried so hard to be a hot boy YouTuber and it's really sad and I, you can see is this when your hair was like dyed I mean, it was like it, it, that's like 2012, 2013, yeah. still in like the Pat Does It era. All right. Um, I had that. I had that channel until like 2015, I think, and then I switched over to signed PG because I wanted like all the people that were. I, I again, I made so many accounts, and 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 between those two were several other ones that I just did did nothing with. Um, but I uh I I went to signed PG because I wanted to create videos that like were more of a motivational type uh and I want to do like mo I want to do motivational speaking and um that they didn't really fit with the audience of Pat does it which was more like stupid humor and and rants and stuff like that and I felt like a lot of people that were there were not there for that and so they weren't watching the the motivational like positivity stuff as much and yeah that that's a sorry not to cut you off this is actually I have a yeah. thing that was around the time where you were doing those uh I don't remember what channel it was, but you were doing videos with the channel with your mom, right? Um, I did a, a series with my with my mom, and uh, I also did like um, it was with a company called Hooplaha. Mm -hmm. I think they're only good news uh, network now or something. Um, and yeah, I did videos for them. I, I did videos for them when I was in college too. Around, around this time, I was I'm doing sure. uh, something called yeah something called the Weekly Positive, and I had a channel called the Weekly Positive, and it. it one video that I posted on there, it didn't go viral, but like it, it got like 300, 400,000 views and it, and it kept climbing. Um, and a lot of people found me, it was watch this if you're sad. And I slowly realized, uh, that, wow, there are a lot of people that are just looking that up because I was the first result. Uh, and I had a big orange fucking thumbnail with, with white text. Like you could not miss it. And, uh, I, but that video is so cringy. I like constantly look at that video and go like, God, I was trying to be such a hot boy YouTuber. Cause I kept like looking, I kept like, like going like this with my hands, like I cover my mouth and like, um, uh, I would like look at the camera and like do like a fake laugh, like trying to like look sexy. It was just so gross. I mean, that's the way that people acted on YouTube in that day. Yeah. Like, and well, that still happens. I mean, that still happens with any, like, uh, that happens with a lot of teenagers and like TikTok. Yeah. The POV um, stuff. The POV. Yeah. The POV shit. That's like, they're like. Hey, you're a, you're a you're a, a, a girl at a of Urban Outfitters who dropped the the vinyl on the ground, and I'm the employee that picked it up for. And it's just like you're just looking in the camera, biting your lip, and it's like, dude, I know for a fact there is going to be a time in your life, and I'm not like these people that should should do this stuff. Like now is the time to do that. The time that I was doing it when in my twenties, not the time to do that. The time to do that is when you're a teenager and you are and and you are supposed to do cringy shit, and look back at yourself and realize that how cringy you were. I'm, but I'm just telling all those people right now that are looking in the camera and they're biting their lip and they're trying to be like super attractive. Like it's okay to pose for a picture, but I'm telling you, you are going to look back on that and you are gonna go like, ugh. And if you're not, you really haven't grown as a person. And if you don't cringe at that stuff, your kids are going to find it. Your kids are going to find it because there's going to be facial recognition technology that's so good at that point that they're just going to be like, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. And then, oh, your, your, your young father is going to pop up on the computer and you're going to see him be really inappropriate. So I would just, I would just say like, Eat, calm down on that stuff or do it if you're a teenager and you want to like express yourself th through your lip biting. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Pat. All right. All right, Jimmy. So, so um, no, 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 yeah, no, please, please. I mean, so you can I keep tried going to be a hot... on your e-boy rant if you want. No, 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 no. Um, I, I tried to be a hot boy YouTuber, and, and it, it didn't work. And I was seeking validation from, from people that, that, that could never fully give that to me, that what I, what I needed. And the only way I was going to do that is with myself. Um... And I, I don't regret making those videos because I think I made a lot of like fun videos at the time, and I'm really I'm really glad that I have them again so I can look back. But I grew 
uh, I made this one video that was just like, screw it, I'm just gonna do whatever I want, like I'm not here to, I'm here to create, I'm not here for you to, um, or to try to like impress you in some kind of way, like I wanna do this because I really, really wanna do this, and then people stopped watching. Mm-hmm. Like, like I made that video and people didn't come back week after week and I, and I, and it, God, it hurt so bad. I was like, uh, maybe I'll like try to go back to being like a hot boy, like YouTuber. Uh, uh, but I'm glad that I made that video because it, it kind of launched me into this, like make videos that actually are meaningful. I made this Nicki Minaj video where I was like, I was like talking about her new song or something like that. And like the way it was written was just so cringy and, and bad and like, I, I got like I remember uploading and getting so many so many dislikes and going like oh wow people like really didn't like this this video I thought it was really funny no I didn't I thought it was bad but I was putting it up so I can get a bunch of views and and then um you know compare that to when I started making positivity videos like some of them were cringy too but I was really trying to help people because I wasn't feeling really good your positivity videos are ones that I like genuinely enjoyed when you were putting those out because that's around the time but that was after we had met so that was when i was like actively paying attention to what you were doing on youtube Mm -hmm. as opposed to just like maybe finding you we'll never tell um (laughs) i appreciate your um the the compliment Um, no those those videos were cool and i remember you you really dived into them um a lot more like you you put out a ton of videos and you switched the channel like right before you moved to virginia right Mm, yeah, like yeah. Because I remember you doing videos in Virginia on Sign PG. Mm-hmm. I did uh, some on Pat Does It, and okay. then I switched over to Sign PG. Is that PG, what it was? Like, okay, okay. While I, while I was in Virginia, and then I did that. I did the um, it was positivity videos, and just like I tried to film them in a way that was really fun. It felt like I was having a conversation with you. That was the biggest thing. Um, the thing that changed me as a YouTuber was like that really changed the way I made stuff. It was uh, Charlie McDonald. Charlie is so cool. Like. Uh, made a video, and I don't, he'll never, I think he he might know because I tweeted at him one time and he liked the tweet, so he, at least he's aware of this, but he doesn't really, really understand the impact, but he made a video one time that essentially just uh, sum it up to, one person is watching your video. It is not a group of people. You are not talking to a group of people. You are talking to one person watching. So if you think, think about the way you're speaking, think about the videos that you're making in relation to one person watching it you are not talking to the noodles which is the group the the name the pet name that i had for my my viewers which is a really popular thing some people still do it now um i don't think it's appropriate but like at the time i want i wanted my like noodle verse i wanted my noodles to like to love me and i had a group that was going and we were going to take over the world and i made my voice like really high pitched like hey noodles uh and it was just really gross and um yeah, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people will go into that like they'll be making those videos, and it's just not going to have like a, a. You're going to make videos for a group of people. You're going to end up just trying to impress um, the masses instead of trying to make an impact on a person's life. So if you think it very singular, if you think it in a very like singular way, you'll end up um, being more impactful. I, I, I realized that it made me think way more about how I was presenting the information to people. And I, I, t- I take that to this day. I was going to say, you I, can definitely tell that in your work, you've always been, at least from what I've seen, you've always been interested in making sure that you are trying to say something important. Like you're mm-hmm. always trying to import, impart some sort of like wisdom or like idea to, to continue. To, I mean, you guys do it with lifetime and your tagline just literally keep on thinking like, yeah, stuff like that. Um, and and speaking of life noggin, since I'm gonna cut you off before you ramble about your old YouTube, please, forever. please. Um, do you want to talk about like life noggin, play noggin, next up, all that stuff? Do you want to give like it's a, a lot? I know, like, uh, we, you, do you want to give me like? Please keep. Uh, I don't care. We'll make this as long as we <laughs> as we need to. If you really have, I'll get to all the questions. I have I have um, like a few other questions that are like the hard hitters that I was saving for the last. But if you want to talk please, about next please. up for a little bit, um, so. Life Noggin was this education channel that, um, I mean, still going strong to this day. We started in uh, 2014. Um, I talk about this all the time, but one of my biggest regrets was not starting it um, uh, as when I when I sh- when I could have, which was a year before we officially launched, when the education boom was happening. And but we started that. the 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 goal was to 
teach people in a really accessible and and fun and artsy way where the information actually looked nice when it was when it was on the screen and I got the inspiration for Life Noggin by watching a lot of these videos. If you go on the Google Play Store or whatever on Apple, like you play a video that uh, explains an app and what it does, it's usually this like 2D like vector style like thing, and they're just like, "Here's you, and you're walking down the street, and like, uh oh, you forgot your phone. You need tile, like whatever. It's like it's like these like these these little infographic stuff that will explain the app. Anyway, uh, I saw those and I go, oh, this is really good at displaying information to you, right? But what if it was a character and you got to see him week after week and, and you get to relate to this character? Like, what if what if you went on a journey with a character teaching you things? And that, that was explored later on in Life Noggin, but that was the, the goal of it. And my uh, science teacher um, in, uh, we took a thing called kitchen chemistry where we made like... Um, uh, ice cream from scratch, and we we uh, re- we got to understand why Coke and Mentos has that reaction. Like it was stuff like that. Um, it was dumbed down chemistry for mm-hmm. people who didn't like chemistry. Yeah. But at, when I when I was there, when I was in the class, uh, the the teacher was was explaining these concepts to me, and I was getting it for the first time. I was really understanding, it and I wasn't afraid to learn. And we were learning by doing, or we were learning in a really fun way where. Uh, it didn't feel like learning, and I and I I held on to that, and I applied a lot of that into Life Noggin. Um, so I started Life Noggin with uh, uh, my really great friend Ian Doki, who's also a part of Friends with Answers, um, and uh, we we just decided that if we were going to do this, like we should, we knew how to, we knew how to build YouTube channels, we knew how to. Um, get an audience, so we said if we're going to do this, like let's do this correctly let's let's try and just let's try and build something that w- will actually matter mm-hmm. for to people um and i'm really really lucky i mean there's a lot of stuff that is in the in between um for sure and there's a lot of struggles uh and a, a lot of struggles a lot of ups and downs in in building this i mean rarely channels make it past a year um and we were able to go for six almost seven now, which is wild, it was so impactful to me, and and to have somebody believe in me, the way that Ian believed in me, that that really changed. That really changed my life, and it and uh, I I couldn't have done it without him. I couldn't have done Life Noggin without him at all. Um, and he's one of the greatest producers ever. Um, it was so nice that you rarely in your life do you ever get a chance to work with somebody who gets it on the level that you do, and you, people can say that they get it. And understand it, but it's it, and it's one thing to say that you understand it. It's another thing to take something that that um, that I have said. And again, I'm gonna talk in like a bunch of circles. But it it takes a special person to take that and go, okay, I know exactly what you're saying. I know exactly how to apply this. Take your and, take your essay and turn it into one sentence. Yep. Yeah. He's really good at packaging that. That's what he's really good at. And so. We found a great team of writers. We found a great, um, uh, found like two animators that are just like solid, and we just went with it. And we built a thing called Next Up Studios, and we were we started a thing called Play Noggin, which was a um, uh, video centered around gaming, but also education. Um, so we would explain like why or how could the uh, Assassin from Assassin's Creed. I don't. I forget their name. Uh, but how can they jump off the building and like survive? And like, what what would happen to you in real life if you did that? And stuff like that. Uh, we covered. And Play Noggin ended up turning into a Twitch show that I was really proud of. Really, really proud of it. It's called Play Noggin Game Night. And I got. I mean, I got closer to you because of that too. Um, I got closer to a lot of people because of that. Sam Basher, DJ. Um, Raina Scully was great. Um, Audrey Davey was another fantastic producer. Um, Raina's also a fantastic producer. I was very lucky. God, I I got to be surrounded by so much talent. I got to say, I'm, I know myself and I know I'm good at coming up with ideas. I was so lucky I got to surround myself with people that could process my ideas and really put them into life and just work with people that had their own really really great ideas so lucky you you sometimes meet one of those people a pe- person in your entire existence where you meet one of those people in your entire existence uh and i got to meet like 10 so very happy about that um yeah we started next up 
we had a studio where in the back of the studio we got to uh, run Play Noggin Game Night. We got to film a lot of really fun things. And that interactive Twitch show was uh, one of my proudest accomplishments. Um, we started doing something that that people really weren't doing at the time, which is an interactive trivia show where you can vote via emotes and it would tally them up and we had our friend um, Maddie who, who made the software for it. Anyway, all these details just to say that there are a lot of things in my YouTube career that I'm not proud of. There are a lot of things that I, I do find really cringy, but there are a lot of things in my YouTube career that I'm so, so fucking lucky that I got to do and so thankful that I got to do. Um, I was going over this with, with Sam uh, recently, and I think I was talking to you about it and to Hannah, um, definitely to Ian. I ran out of dreams. Yeah, wait, and, this is perfect. This brings me to my next question, actually. Please, go, 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 go. So you, you and all of us uh, in Undo Circle have talked many times about the idea of new dreams or completing a dream, find, how do you make a new dream, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. And one could say that currently you're in the process of completely revamping and starting a new dream for yourself. Um, you just yeah. you announced that you and Sam are moving back to the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So you're leaving. We're going to be moving again, back. and I'm not going to talk I'm about s- it. Just, I'm just so remember sorry, that you've Jimmy. left me twice. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I will hold that to my to to my death. Um, um, but but yeah, do you do you want to like really quickly talk about that so I can segue into my last two questions, which I'm hoping I can do seamlessly. Um. Talk a little bit about the move, or just talk about, the... talk about new dreams, the move, the idea of just like gotcha. your okay. future, you know? Yeah. Um, so, real quick, yes, Sam and I are moving to Virginia. Uh, for those of you who don't know, um, and we we were I don't know. I, I was talking to her about like why I'm feeling so sad, why I'm feeling like why I'm feeling like a, a lot of this YouTube stuff isn't really working for me even though life noggin is doing very well like why don't i feel that way and uh, the conclusion really that came to is like you did everything that you wanted to do you know there's 400 videos on that channel you rarely ever get to like like 10 you know like it's there's so many some people put up once a month we were putting videos twice a week and and putting out educational stuff that like took a lot of work and uh really it burnt me the fuck out for sure but i we accomplished our goals ian and i set out to do a lot of stuff and we accomplished it and then when i when i looked at it and i realized the only thing that i had left over was that i we didn't get invited to vidcon that's like the thing that's still on my list but other than that like for undo circle don't worry it will it will we are going to get invited to vidcon um it was it was sad at first. I started thinking about how like oh well, I don't have dreams anymore. Like I, I I'm just kind of running all on, on on autopilot, and that's really scary. You never want to run on autopilot because at least if you're if you're sad and you're aware of it, you can do something about it. If you're on autopilot, you you don't know you're sad. You don't know you're hurting people. You don't know that you're you're being a detriment to yourself. And when I went over what kind of dreams I, I wanted to have. I was flip-flopping on, on a lot of stuff, but I I said to myself, if I was going to start another thing, it would have to be um, something that, uh, one, I could replicate over and over and over again. Same thing with Life Noggin. But it had to be with a group of people that gave a shit because I'm not going to jump from... I'm not going to jump from from a great group of people to, to trying something either on my own, which I did and, and didn't work. I got bored of it. Uh, but I'm not going to just go into a group of people that like, kind of like, eh, like maybe didn't care about it. I'm going to select the people that really, really do give a shit. So my new dreams, um, my new dreams is to make Undo Circle work and to make that take off and to build a drawing brand that it, it dabbles in creative chaos, but makes really fun, like drawing experiences for people um, and really teaches people that you can be creative no matter what, and a creative is not a noun, um, is a verb, you do it, you, you are, you can act creative, um, and yeah, that's the mission statement, um, and 
my new dream my new dream is to build that up and to make sure that I'm actually running on a mission rather than trying to get a million subscribers you know like I, di I did that so I, I don't have to like put that on my list again of getting a million subscribers the, the, the dream now is to continue with my mission in teaching people how to to use what they have to to make accessible art and to encourage more people to create um, uh, ways for people to make accessible art and that's what I'm going off of so no matter where that is I know it really sucks and I'm leaving LA and I'm sorry Jimmy um, but it, it doesn't matter where that is that that mission can be applied anywhere so instead of me looking at a at, at LA and going like this is the end all be all I need to be here to make my career work no you you can be anywhere and make your your mission work um, that's it <laughs> so 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 you got a lot of you got any like personal dreams though Pat what's what, like you're moving across the damn country well we want to be closer to family and we want to do this. This pandemic has kind of made us realize that we uh, we should be close to our family. God forbid something happens. Um, but also, LA is not the place that we want to settle down. We never did. We never wanted to be here long term. Um, and we were thinking about Washington. Um, and then when we when this virus happened and or still happening, but when when we were in like the 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 meat of it, we like really really did did we. We, we thought to ourselves like there are people who are who are struggling right now in our family there are people who are there's are scared and we're if something like this happens again or something major happens like we're all the way in California we're not going to be able to do anything or we're not going to be able to get there in time and i know it sounds really scary but like that was a big part of it and the other thing is um i think my tastes have changed into what i want and i really i want a a quiet life where I can make chaotic messes in my own in my own space. You want you um, want your little piece of tranquility that allows you to go see your family whenever you want because that's mm -hmm. important and start yep. your own family or whatever. Yeah, maybe. Who um, knows? So so because we're getting down to the wire, and I'm not gonna try and mess with my segues anymore. Uh, this next question is about your parents. And there's no, there's, there's a really, it's an important one. And it's one that I wanted to save towards the end because mm -hmm. I think, I, I hope it's wholesome. If it's not wholesome, well, there is one more question after this. So hopefully that one hits. Pat, mm -hmm. family's very important to you. We, we literally just talked about it before I did that little thing. If your parents were talking about you to your friends, to a stranger, to anyone, what are some of the things you think they would say? How do you think they would describe you to people? <laughs> well, it depends. It depends which so which parent we're talking about. Yeah, um, you can do both. It doesn't matter. Uh, if, my, if my dad was describing what I do, he, he would not say something you, no, like, "No, no, not what you do. Just oh, you." Oh, they're okay. Yeah, if my dad was describing me, he would say something like, uh, "Oh, he's, yeah, he's creative. Uh, does I don't know? He does some shit on the the internet, and uh, I don't know. He's." It's good, good kid. Didn't really give us uh, trouble, but uh, yeah, good guy. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> that's that that would that's something he would say. And my mom would write a a twenty five page paper about me that I could not even get into, and I'm not. Uh, but she would say something along the lines of that, like I am. Uh, a very smiley, bubbly person, and I make people happy and. Um, that she's proud of me. I get what you're doing, Jimmy. You're trying to make me compliment myself, you little son of a bitch. I would um, <laughs> uh, Yeah, they would probably say something like that. My parents really love what I what I do, and I'm really lucky. And they they don't get it. They don't get it, but they don't need to. I'm not asking them to understand it. I'm just asking them to like to help me and 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 respect what I do, um, which they do. They do a very good job of. And my my dad just knows I make videos on the internet. He doesn't know how I make money. He he. He doesn't know the shit that I'm doing. He he. I don't think at doesn't know what the channel Life Noggin is. Like he, I just think he knows that like they're cartoons. That's about it. Um, yeah, they they are really supportive. And as much as they do get on my nerves and as as shitty of uh, of sometimes of an upbringing that I had with with them, a lot of fights and a lot of drama. Um, they care about me a lot and they they were really supportive in in my YouTube career. 
you. I'm glad. I did mm-hmm. want to get you to just compliment yourself, though, so thanks for calling me Thank out you. for that. Thank you, Jimmy. Um, <laughs> all right. I have one final question for you, and it's a thought-provoking one. Are you excited? Please. We're mm-hmm. ending on a bang. No, I'm yeah. not. I'm not uh, blindsiding you. This is not going to be a simple question. This is going to be one that I want you to think about for a second. Are you ready? Thank you. Yeah. What is something that you were scared that I was going to ask you that I didn't wind up asking you? Um. Well, I really thought that you were going to like dig like deep into my YouTube, like deep deep into my YouTube stuff. I'm still um, thinking about doing it someday, but I didn't. I didn't think it might be appropriate for. Uh, a podcast necessarily right away uh, yeah, yeah and we, we you know we could always revisit it we could also have another conversation or do these again and interview different different people or whatever but um i was i don't know i was a little i was a little like nervous in talking about my um my situation now mm. because i i don't really have it all fully figured out and i was afraid of coming off like I didn't know what I was talking about, but the reality is I, I don't. I have no idea. I know that Sam and I want to build a better life and and go to a place that um, we can feel relaxed in. Uh, I, I know that I love Sam very, very much, and I want to marry her and spend the rest of my life with her. Um, I, I, But the thing that I'm unsure of the things I'm sure of is like where my career is going to take me. And I, I don't want to do life noggin forever. I, I was, I was afraid you were going to ask me about like, like what's what's next for you. And like, and I kind of did with the dreams thing, but like, I, I don't know where undo circle is going to take, uh, take us. I, I don't know where like my personal art is going to take me. I'm kind of just winging it right now. And Something that my something that my therapist talked to me about was, uh, shout out to Bethany, she's great. One thing that she she talked to me about was um, that there are moments in your life that you're gonna think that you need to have everything figured out until you look back and realize that you never have, and uh, that's going to happen every single time. You're going to look back at your life and you're going to you're going to see like wow, look at photos of me. I had it all put together and like, look at the projects that I was doing. Like, look how good everything came out, you know, and your brain likes to push things down and and your brain likes to forget a lot, especially mine. And your brain's going to look at a lot of the things that you do and not remember the hard struggles that you went through. Uh, it's, it's the same thing where like, you know, you're at a really low point in your life and you think like, how could I ever like go on and how can I like get better um well you have you've done this already you're still here so clearly you you've you've powered through you've persevered you know how to do it it's 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 possible um so I have to remind myself of that as I'm transferring dreams you know as I'm as I'm moving I am moving across the country um but I have to tell myself that as I'm journeying into the next thing is that there's so much time to quote unquote figure it out, mm-hmm. and I'm actually really excited to like look back at this time and then go like, wow, look at all the sh- the shit that I did. I'm making I'm making more art than ever before. I'm uh, I'm I'm working. I'm journaling more. I'm like working on myself, and it it's a lot of self improvement. And, and self improvement comes with some really tough decisions and and some really like hard nights. I I'll just say, without getting too sappy. You can that, do it if you want. It's the end. You can get savvy. I I know that I don't have things figured out, but I do know that I have an incredible support system that that loves me very much. Um, and you know, one of the things uh, on top of that that I was afraid of that you were going to ask was, uh, how are you going to feel about leaving your friends? <laughs> and well, you left me before, so I guarantee it's going to hurt even more the second. It's going to suck. Yeah, it's really going to suck, and I'm really, really um, sad to to not be able to like actually be like physically with you guys and make videos. That's going to sting. Um, but though, yeah, the one thing I do know is I have a really good support system that will support me no matter where I am. Um, in in what part of my life that I'm in, and I'm I'm very very blessed to have those people, uh, and it's it's nice because I was at a really low 
point in my life uh, uh, two months ago um, probably hit my, my lowest in a very, very, very long time. Uh, probably no, my, my, my lowest ever. And uh, I'm still here because of my therapist. I'm still here because of my wonderful fiancé, Sam. I'm still here because of my friends. Um, and my therapist would say, no, you're still here because of you. And that is but, true. And that is true, but I'm, I'm, I'm really thankful. So it doesn't matter what's going to happen to my life in the, in the future. It, it doesn't matter. I know that I'm going to be okay. I'm, I'm confident in that. I could definitely say that I'm going to be all right. And that's it. That was really awesome, Pat. That was really nice. Glad we can end on a nice, feel, nice do retrospective note. Do you feel, uh, do you feel better about everything now? Uh, I do. I do. I, I, again, I'm going to listen back to this and I'm going to be so pissed off of me rambling and I'm really sorry to anyone listening. Uh, but also I'm really glad that I got the opportunity to do this and thank you for interviewing me because you did a fantastic job. Thank you for being um, I, I know that I make like really, really stupid jokes, and I'm and I'm very like chaotic and, and annoying sometimes, and obnoxious. Um, but the the real side of me, which you've seen and and everyone in Under Circle has seen, but very few people on the internet has seen, is I definitely am still chaotic. But like I'm I'm a very emotional person, uh, and I like to mask that with humor. But uh, and underneath the surface, I'm I feel so much. So. You know, it, it there's a there's an actual little little teddy bear under that like garbage fire that <laughs> that you see. There's a teddy bear there. And he's a cute teddy bear who we love very much. Thank very, you, Jimmy. Um, I love you too. I'm pretty sure that's the end of my questions, actually. Oh, uh, just one last thing, actually. Uh, looking over this because I did. I just want to say it. You have a fan page on Instagram. That's a statement, not a question. <laughs> I do, I do. From 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 my my Pat does it days. It's really funny. That's all I'm gonna yeah. say. I'm not gonna say anything else about it. I just want you yeah. to know that I know about it. <laughs> wow, what a power move! Oh man. Um. All right. Well, uh, Pat, thank you for for doing this, uh, letting me interview you, uh, not boring me with your wonderful answers. Because God, do I love to listen to you talk, even if it goes on forever. I could listen to it. Forever. <laughs> god yeah um do you have anything you want to say to the patreon people pat to the patreon people thank you so much for being patrons and for supporting us and if you want to share this with people that uh, you think would really enjoy it uh i encourage you to do that that'd be really nice um and but either way thank you for the for the non-patreon people um thanks for just listening to this you know i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be mean I'm not going to tell you eat a sandwich <laughs> or eat it, lick a foot, whatever the hell Hannah says. <laughs> uh, thank you for, for also supporting. But, you know, like, consider consider going to the Patreon. You've got some, some, some pretty good stuff there. You get to see these, listen to these podcasts early. Really Thanks. Follow us on Twitter at Undo Circle. And this is American nope, is Idol. with answers. Thank you for listening. As per usual, rate us five stars on iTunes. We'll read it. Uh, let us know uh, how much you love your friends because I love my friend Pat a lot. Okay, and goodbye. Bye.